What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 299 of the Geeks of the Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about One Piece, the Academy Awards being a real slap in the face of their audience. See what it did there. And more, more One Piece. I don't know. It's a, it's a slow news week. We're talking about an anime that I've, I've never watched. <laughs> Twice. And I've only watched uh, some of it. Two <laughs> Piece. Yeah, I mean... Has anyone truly watched all of One Piece? I'm yes, sure a has. lot of people have, and a lot I of think, people think I, that you're not living unless you've seen all of it. True. <laughs> Maybe eventually. Maybe eventually I'll watch yeah. it. But I'm about ready a, to commitment. just watch the dub, because I've been talking to somebody, and they're like, don't let people dub shame you. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm just going to watch yeah. the dub then. Um, yep. So, but yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, I didn't like Fairy Tale either. I'm going to get, people are going to be mad at me um i'll <laughs> so get into it later i've only seen two episodes of i think a few episodes of fairy tale and i've seen more one piece and i like one piece better than fairy tale easily okay the new show on netflix looks cool um oh that, starting off with a tangent um that the one, one in that, space that one that's happened. basically fairy tale in space yeah um anyways uh <laughs> i mentioned at the top of the show it's 299 uh which yeah. is next week is episode 300. Oh, 300 is um, a lot. Dang. That's like, well, so it's not quite a year, but it's. <laughs> I know. I can't wait till 365. Um, looking, forward such a weird the, milestone. looking forward to the Snyder Cut. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, super, super exciting. We are going to be doing a Facebook live podcast next week. So make sure that you're um, on our Facebook page and in the community. Mm-hmm. Um so that you can you can watch and not only watch but interact with us as well uh and then we're gonna give away a t-shirt yeah not just any t-shirt the softest t-shirt the in existence t-shirt. yes um, the famous the t-shirt, race t-shirt of course we the famous t-shirts we talk about almost every week on this podcast yeah, yeah <laughs> they're amazing super soft and um, super comfy so if you you want one uh just show up i don't know how we're gonna pick a winner yet maybe um probably need to be there probably need to comment in some way yeah um and then i'll pull up one of those little randomizer things and we'll do it that way for everybody that shows up yeah yep be cool all right let's uh let's get into this podcast yeah uh, with games that we've been playing uh lj you go first yes i am the addict uh out of the three of us so um i'm playing two new releases um <laughs> so uh first i'll talk about kirby uh kirby oh, i'm so excited kirby. for kirby it's yes. it's really good um so just to kind of let everybody know who doesn't hasn't kind of noticed yet um so it's not really like an open world thing at all like it's more it's linear levels like a kirby game oh. usually is i don't know like i guess <laughs> okay the i guess some of the foot early footage left an impression that it might have it might be but yeah i figured it um was. Well, because obviously people are like, oh my gosh, it's Kirby Breath of the Wild, Kirby Mario Odyssey. Um, not I really. thought more Mario Odyssey. Like, I was thinking small open areas. Well, yeah, so it's got a hub world, like Kirby games do, and it's got level uh, levels. Um, but it's cool. Like, it's basically Kirby turned into a 3D platformer. Okay. And instead of, like, a 2.5D thing like Crystal Shards was. Um, gotcha. 
it's really cool because like there's um you can upgrade your abilities now um Right, I remember seeing yeah. that in the uh, direct. I was like, "Oh, that's such yeah, a cool feature." Yeah, it's cool. Like the, I had this one like Ranger Kirby, and uh, so he has like a like a Ranger like a like almost like a military looking hat, and he has a gun. I'm like, "Oh, dang, Kirby's got a gun!" Um, and then there's one where <laughs> where he gets more of like a pirate like like old like mil- old like militia style hat, and he has two guns like and like musket style things. Um, then there's I'm like, just getting Shadow the Hedgehog flashbacks. Well, yeah, <laughs> and so there's also <laughs> another example is like the regular fire ability. The next one is like the vol- It's like a volcano theme, and then after that, it's like a dragon fire one that's like blue fire and stuff. Like, so the abilities are really fun. Like I, I usually find myself changing them out and trying them, trying different ones. Um, there's different. I'm like, still stuck on. I can't believe they gave Kirby a gun. Is it like a like a gun gun? No, or like a well, laser it, sh- gun? it shoots like I don't know. It shoots like magic stuff. Like there's it, there's literally like a charge <laughs> thing. Like yeah, it, in the a gun in most family friendly way possible, you can make a gun probably. Like okay, that like, makes a little more sense in like my a, mind. I'm just thinking these like machine guns with little Kirby. Yeah, no, and I was like, like, hey, let that not, happen. It's not like Kirby like just grabs like a machine gun or like a Gatling gun and goes like not like which I'm down for by the way. I just that sounds amazing actually. Just I was like, what? Just give Kirby a minigun like Arnold just like Terminator. Yeah, just swallows Rambo like. Yeah. Oh dang. Um. Yeah, but so it's cool. Like the boss, the boss fights I think are the highlight of it. Uh, there's a lot of mini bosses, but then there's like a, a main boss after after you like cl- clear the particular hub area. Uh, it's it's cool. It's fun. Um, and it feels awesome. it feels weird after playing a game like Elden Ring because I have yet to even die in that game. And I'm like, so it's like, am I just good at this game, or is Kirby just way too easy? Like, I mean, which, Kirby's are known to be in really easy. Well, yeah. So yeah, it's almost like, they're... yeah, even even I read like somewhere, yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's true, uh-huh. so because I read it all on the internet. Yeah. But I read somewhere that part of the reason that Kirby games are so easy is that the developers uh, care about Kirby so much that they don't like putting him in dangerous scenarios. They don't like putting him in situations <laughs> where he's getting hurt that's or funny. actively being oh. hurt. <laughs> and funny. I'm like, I don't even know if that's true, but I want it to be. Because <laughs> yeah. like to know that the Kirby devs care so much about Kirby that they literally are like, no, we're not going to put him in a dangerous or bad or evil scenario. Like We're going to have him sort of vibing and like kind of doing what he got to do. Yeah. And being cute along the way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's fine. It's it's good. Um, it's more Kirby, which is not a bad thing. It's it's really cool. Um, so I'll, yeah. I'm gonna play more of that just casually. I'll definitely get it eventually. I just yeah, I get in the habit of getting games way later than you know after they come <laughs> yeah. out. So yeah. Um, the other game we actually got a review copy for, which is very exciting. Uh, got Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, Oh, wow. That's a Bethesda game. Um, and Tango Gameworks, Makers of Evil Within. It is basically like like spirit detective kind of like you're vanquishing these evil spirits and like and like collecting these ones that are like haven't passed on yet and helping them and helping send them off because it's almost like a terrorist attack kind of thing happens to where there's this group that's like causing that caused this big old like supernatural calamity in Tokyo. And so you have all these abilities and mm-hmm. it's like, I think I'm only missing like an earth one. And if I had an earth one, I'd basically be like a modern avatar. Cause you have all these like Dr. Strange style, like hand gestures you shoot stuff with. And you can do like, 
in other like shows like you see you see like the talismans that you know like in some of the like anime and things like that you can throw talismans down to like stun enemies that's um neat. you can like break seals like you know because like there's like spiritual stuff that's like sealed off it's like very spiritual detective like supernatural like cleansing the, the land and saving you know the spirits kind of a thing it's really cool i don't know where the story is gonna go yet but it's really fun and i'm thinking like ooh, if this story gets really good then i'm really gonna enjoy this game so um it's it's good though uh it's only on ps5 and pc right now coming to xbox probably a year later since since this was this and death loop were the last two games that that bethesda had the sony deal with so um after this um i think it's like starfield so um oh yeah, my so gosh, everything's, everything's coming to xbox now yeah. after, after this so dang yeah yep this is the last of them um so yeah it's good uh yeah i'll have to see where the story goes and, and report back on that so that's what i've been up to cool what Shelly, about you even plan uh so sort of new sort of not um yeah. i'll start with something that's not super new but I, I played a ton of persona 4 golden this weekend because i wanted i i already have friends who were like playing persona 4 arena ultimax and granted uh-huh. a lot of them have played the game before right originally right and so they're really excited for this to come out and i was excited but i'm like i yeah, like, don't I'm not want to get spoiled yeah. yeah i don't want to get spoiled with this game because it's a sequel and supposedly like yeah there'd, there'd be spoilers so I played a ton of Persona 4 Golden this weekend, <laughs> and I am close to the end. I, I am nice. not done with it yet, but I am far enough that I kind of know, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not spoiled by this, yeah, yeah. by Persona 4 being old facts, per se, because it's not even necessarily, like, you have to be at the end of the game, it's like, I, I think as long as you're far enough, like, I, I think as long as you've seen the big reveal. Exactly, which yeah. I have, so I'm like, okay, cool. then that's cool. Yep. Um just such a fun game though persona 4 golden like and i'm excited to play the epilogue right because i haven't even I, oh, I was, yeah. i'm near the end of like original persona 4 but there's still another semester to look forward to um which will be a good time so yeah it's just it's such a good game yep i don't know it really makes me want to replay and do a new game plus run of persona 4 persona 5 royal i feel I need like to get back to that game so much these games i just and again i may I'm, i might change my mind once i actually beat the game officially but i i, I spend so many hours in games like these and they're so fun but then i usually want to take a big break from them afterwards because mm-hmm. they are so long but for some reason i'm like just really like oh like i want to play new game plus persona 5 royal like i want to get all the social like links up to rank 10 i want to like, do all the things i want to be broken i want to you know have my really broken <laughs> personas and just like sweep the floor with everyone i want to i and so i may do that um just because i eventually do want to do a new game plus that game i just uh definitely at least want to beat golden first um before anything else but that is yeah i'm really still having a really good time with that game um but yeah so i got it and um played so much because I wanted to get Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, which I finally did. And cool. I barely played any. I literally walked through the tutorials and that's it. Um, cool. But I think it would be really cool. Like, I actually kind of want to spend time, like, learning the game. Yes. I have never spent time in a traditional fighter. Like, in a traditional fighting game. Smash mm. is not a traditional fighter. It's a platform fighter. Very different. <laughs> yeah. 
very, very different. Um, some of the concepts are similar, you know, like the neutral game, advantage states, and, mm. you know, things like anti-airs. You know, like, there's some things Heavies that transfer. And, you know, different, like, yeah. Yeah, zoners and yep. that sort of thing. Zoning, but... rushdowns kind of a thing. Exactly. A lot of terminology carries over. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to, like, from a from a conceptual standpoint, I sort of understand kind of, like, your, you know, your goals, what you're supposed yeah. to kind of be doing. Um, however... I'm just really bad at inputs, and I literally just have to practice that. Um, so I'm going to go through the story probably, because um, again, all I've done so far is tutorials and nothing else. Like before, yeah. I I'm not going to learn combos, I'm not going to learn anything else until I like actually figure out what the frick's going on. Yeah. Because I'm so not mm-hmm. used to, yeah, having to like work <laughs> hard for inputs. Yeah. Like Smash Smash Ultimate is a game like yep. not even melee because melee you do have half to circle for heavy light yeah. forward down high attack I've never low, had to like yeah, worry that. about those and in, mm-hmm. in my experience <laughs> with combos, Smash yeah. so that's something I have to mm-hmm. like actually like spend yeah. time figuring out so um, but it'll be cool uh, I don't anticipate being good ever but I just want I kind of just want to have fun with it. Because yeah. it looks like a fun game. I just like, so, that, you know, it's Persona. It's a fighting game. I believe they are getting rollback at some point. They don't have rollback they are, code yes. yet. They are, which is very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'll bully some of my Smash friends who love this game. And mm-hmm. maybe I'll try to get them to, like, teach me. <laughs> or, like, yeah, I think I, mean, I can I, I'm very, ca- I'm very casual at it, too. But I ha- I literally, I have it on PS4 and I bought it on Switch. So. Nice, yeah, and I I got on Switch just so specifically so I can take it to Smash tournaments. Yeah, you can like, take it with you. Yeah, and then talk it, to people about it's it. It's yeah. perfect because the story is like all visual novel, so like yeah, so you can just kind of go through it that way and just have it on autoplay and like listen to it if you want to. Like it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, um, I'm excited about that though. I literally like have been watching videos uh, about it too, because um, again, I just feel it's so funny how I competitively play Smash, but mm. it like this is so different from smash which i like knew right i i'm very much aware that traditional fighting games are very different than you know platform fighters but it's just funny to that's like i'm i'm looking up these videos like hey for a noob for a beginner like i have to go back to square one even though i understand conceptual stuff i need to understand literally just inputs well that's like like that's like for tekken like i was watching jin kazama Mm -hmm. videos all the time because he's my main you know like so yeah yeah and you'll you'll yeah. like you'll there's plenty of videos out there like that are like beginner tips and things to look at. So what is super yeah. funny though is that um I was looking yeah I was looking for like you know beginner tips and things mm-hmm. today. What's so funny is that there's like character guides and things. Yeah. Um and if they're either videos that came out in the last like 15 days or so like it came the game itself came out um yeah like then. two weeks like, ago yeah like around two yeah so it's like any time between and then there's like some two weeks from ago, like ten years ago. Yeah, 11 yep. years ago, like, yep, something yep. like that. Like, there's no in-between. It's yep. amazing. It's awesome. Um, but yeah. I guess there's also some differences between, like, the original Persona 4 Arena and then, like, Old Max and then, like, mm-hmm. I think even in this new game, they've made changes. So that's something to, I guess, keep in mind. But anyway, that's all this being said, um, I got that game. Fighting game. <laughs> so really, Sweet. I've just been playing tons and tons that's of Persona 4 That's content. exciting. Yeah. I downloaded Tunic, and then cool. I haven't touched it. <laughs> uh, I will eventually I get a lot it as of it. well. Yeah. I, for sure. My wife seems to really be enjoying it. She has a notebook and a pen and paper, so apparently um, lots of puzzles mm-hmm. to, to figure there's, out and there's journal a, out. There's a lot that that game doesn't tell you. Even the, even the text is in another language. 
Yeah. Whoa. And uh, you get like the the guidebook. Yes. Um, through the game, to figure out how to do yeah, things. That guidebook was literally inspired by Zelda Two. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I um, love like notebooking and journaling with mm-hmm. games and stuff. Like I do it with. I mean, I'm not gonna show the camera because you guys can see you know listening, but. I have that same thing again for like Persona 4 Golden. I like keep track of everything because yeah. there's so many things to keep track of. Like so I think always, it's just such a your fun... notebook reminds me of the always sunny meme. With the, the only time I ever pulled out a notebook, <laughs> the one where he's got the yeah, wires like... and was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh okay, I got what you said. I know. The only time I ever had notebook <laughs> stuff is with Pokemon. Um, I had missing no all translated. I drew each one of them out, and then I had the letters underneath. Whoa! And then um, you mean unknown? I had... Not missing. Yeah, no. what did I call? Missing you no. Said not missing no. no. Yeah, like, unknown. Is there some other? No, the unknowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The unknowns. I had them all written out, and then <laughs> I would cool. have them each one lettered. Uh, so like, didn't have internet at the time, or I don't know, didn't know how to use it. I don't know. If, I don't know. I, and I then just... I learned Braille for a while. Oh, that's cool. Uh, because I was using Braille for um, the game. I can't remember which game that is, and I don't think you could even do anything with the Braille really. I remember anymore i feel like there's a game that has had that i don't remember though oh it was ruby and sapphire oh nice yeah um they were these little like places you get these legendary pokemon i don't know if you could actually get the legendary pokemon it's been so long um but everything on the walls was written in braille um and so for a little while i was able to like look at braille and know what it said like i could <laughs> translate it inside that's cool written it out so many times um but anyways i'll play tuning at some point instead i went back into this uh playstation plus catalog that i now have at my fingertips from uh playstation 4 to ps5 stuff um so i downloaded detroit becoming human which was something that i really wanted to play when it first came out because it looks so beautiful uh and it still does look just amazing i don't know is it in unreal engine uh i don't remember what engine it is in to be honest it wouldn't surprise me like it looks hyper realistic they may have their Uh, own engine i don't remember if they do, it's awesome looking. Um, game engine, I'm going to look that up. But game looks great for most part. Sometimes, like, there was one time uh, my character was picking up a trash bag, and the trash bag was, like, a solid. Like, there was no give to it at all. <laughs> um, it looked a little silly, but... It's a rock. Um, <laughs> oh, I want to know! I don't, I don't know what the engine is. Um... Technology PlayStation 4. It doesn't say. Hmm. I'm sure I could find it out later on. Anyways, um, there's like stuff on the televisions yeah. in, in the game that I, I can't tell if it's in-game or if they just like took clips of something in real life and like threw it into into an engine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's photographs, and the photographs look like real, actual photographs. Um, I don't know. Visually, it's kind of crazy. Gameplay-wise... Makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, it just tells you what to do, and then you do the things. Um, That's like all Quantic Dream games. They n- never make any sense. You just play them. Yeah. They are pretty It's strange. like you're opening a door, so you're going to slide to the right and then go around in a it's, circle with your So it's a, pro- stick, it's your, a proprietary uh, engine. It's like their own in-house, okay. in-house engine. Wow. Yep. I mean, if they can move, make it move faster uh, than it does, they could do a lot with that. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Um... I mean, Unreal Engine, I suppose, because there's a lot of realistic stuff, too. But um, Story's been a lot of fun. For those who don't know, it's about androids uh, that are, I guess, becoming human um, the best that they can. 
Um, kind of Blade Runner ish. Yeah, there is a detective um, as one of the characters. He plays three different characters, and that detective is trying to figure out why uh, androids are becoming deviant. Is is the word that they use? Um, and so you're trying to figure out. I don't know what's going on yet. There's, there's <laughs> so much to it. Um, <laughs> I keep like forgetting what the point is of the game, and that I think is kind of intentional on their part. And so you're, you're an android, so sometimes you want to play as the good android, and that's not necessarily the right thing to do. Yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah, they have you switch characters a lot in those games. Yeah, it, it's cool. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying the, the story beats to it. I did want to bring this up just because this is the Geeks Under Grace podcast, um, and I thought this was kind of interesting. I opened the game up today, and it was like, I can't remember the name of the company that makes the androids. They wanted to do a survey. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, I'll do this survey. Um, and the cool thing about these games, of course, is that, you know, it's all about choices. And so that you, you can see the choices that everyone else makes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to see the 10 survey questions, uh, how the world answered them. Um, and so one of them was, do you believe in God? And only 45% of the players said yes. And then it was like 35 said no. And then the rest said, I don't know. That's kind of awesome because I feel like that number would have been lower. Yeah. I it, it's interesting cuz I think it's probably global and then 45% yes, yeah. but it's not in um like the Christian god technically yeah. it, in a that's, god in general and I was that's like wow true. that's yeah. Yeah. But but 45% uh, of gamers I I don't know I think that just kind of goes to show uh, just how needed geeks and graces and organizations like it mm-hmm. um you know if you are in a uh gaming organization um you know christian ministry of any kind yep. uh thanks for doing what you're doing and uh you know just kind of proof a really small scale proof i don't know how many people answered those questions but um according to one game uh the world needs us so yeah definitely that's that's awesome at least 55 percent um if not more <laughs> uh could use a little hope i think yeah um yeah, uh, another interesting thing on this too was uh, it asks if technology, if you believe technology could be a danger to the world. Heck yeah. Uh, and most people said yes. <laughs> but then another question a few questions later is, are you? do you feel you're dependent on technology? Um, to which everyone said yes. Um, that's Very cool. Black Mirror in thinking like. Yeah, that's that's awesome. It could be a danger, but uh, we're all but dependent we're on right. it. So, yeah. Yeesh. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it cool. was, I know, I wasn't prepared for it to be, like, get so deep, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, With a survey, this. yeah. Yeah, it feels very Black Mirror to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was something else I did in the game that I found shocking, and you can kind of go back and, like, replay stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it was the first time I did it, and uh, I got scolded for the thing that I did. Um, I won't say what it was, because I don't want to give anything away. I want people to be able to do it, but... uh. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I went back to the main menu, and the lady that kind of hosts the game, I guess, the best way to put it, was like, I can't believe you would do that. Yep. I was like, I'm sorry. My bad. I like, uh, can't believe you would go back and switch the choice you made. <laughs> yeah, and then I felt like I was missing like a bunch of this kind of dialogue, but apparently not. No. no. It's just that they knew what they were doing and yep. expected you to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, if you like, I guess, you know, Telltale games, I would say um this feels like a really intense telltale yeah, game. yeah so so my example i gave you earlier was until dawn 
and the Dark Pictures Anthology. Those are mm-hmm. oh, those are horror centric, um, but those are very much along the same lines of like interactive games, you know, that are like cinematic. Mm-hmm. I would say this isn't necessarily horror, um, but, but I would probably sure. put it in like the Black Mirror realm. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely how technology could go wrong. Commentary, kind of yeah. Yeah. Um, cool stuff. Anyways, uh, we I think that's all the games that everyone's been playing. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the news then. Yeah, so not a ton of news. Um, the, the first piece of news, I, I, I've been wanting to watch more One Piece lately, and this is especially talking with coworkers, and this just adds fuel to it. Um, <laughs> a One Piece RPG called, speaking of Odyssey, One Piece Odyssey is uh, being developed by the Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl devs. And obviously, it's published by Bandai Namco. This very looks very much like the most recent like Tales games and stuff like that. Like a lot of those uh, JRPGs that Namco has helped build. Um, but yeah, um, and it's you know it has the director and, and writer and creator of One Piece. It's got his blessing and stuff like that. And nice, unlike yeah. unlike Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, like the, they you know that company obviously they had a remake they were doing. So actually, technically, well, technically, it wasn't even Game Freak that did Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. It was another company. Um, it, so. it, it's weird though because they really did just take the code from the original games. Like, okay. via the speedrunning community, wow. uh, it has been discovered that so many glitches that worked in those original games Are still work in Brilliant Diamond Shining wow. Pearl. So they just and gave like, it a fresh they wouldn't work if they, yeah, it basically that's all it is. So wow, okay. <laughs> Yeah, fun fact for all y'all who don't follow speedrunning communities, it's really funny. Wow, I think there's um, even more actually that looks they kind also of good. Yeah, One Piece. Yeah. It, yeah, so it's like, and it's kind of like that World Seeker one that came out a few years ago that was giving people like Breath of the Wild vibes. It's like, yeah, um, like, but for me, it it's so deep into the lore of the show where everybody where everybody's at right now. It's 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 one of those things where it's like I literally just want to play the entire One Piece story in video game form, but that's not gonna happen. Um, but this game does look really good, and it looks it looks way better than like graphically, like it's full character models and everything. Like it's definitely got a higher production value than Brilliant uh, Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, looks cool. So if you're a One Piece fan, check this out. Um, or if you're interested, yeah, check it out. Um, looks looks cool. Yeah, very so. cool. Makes me want again. It makes me want to try watching more one One Piece. So um, eventually, eventually, I might watch. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Like, this is the best media ever. Yeah, like, okay. people have been talking. I'll wait for an abridged to come out. We need that. I bet the hat. I bet they have that. Nah, that ain't. I don't think anybody's gonna catch up to. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'll tell you if it's good or not. But... Like filler episodes, like I know, like in Naruto and like Shippuden, like that's very much. Well, a see, thing I've like, heard the like, argument. Down, I, I've I heard know. the argument that are like really not many filler episodes of One Piece. I've I've heard that. Yeah, that's why I was. Which thinking, which I is like that's awesome to me. Like, yeah, like just as a you know appreciate from a distance kind of a thing. Like that's awesome to have so many episodes like that and not a lot of them be filler. I looked it up. If anyone's wondering. Yep. There is an abridged, but they only abridge one episode at a time at seven minutes per episode. Oh. So is it legit abridged or is it like comedy abridged? It's like, not is like... It abridged Probably series? comedy abridged. That's what I was I, I love comedy yeah. abridged. Yeah. He's yeah. thinking Team Four Star. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z sir. abridged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, um, Blade Works abridged. So good. Majestic <laughs> Space Dock. 
Yeah. So, it, this looks good. I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. Not only because there's not a ton of gaming news, but because it looks good. Um, and the other piece of news, which is probably going to happen by the time you even hear me speak these words, but PlayStation's arrival to Game Pass um, is reportedly going to be revealed this week. Uh, according to Bloomberg, which reported on that Friday, and it's a Monday now, so what's going to happen is we're going to have all of this information by the time I even put this podcast up on Wednesday. Yep, you'll know everything. Though, um, I, may, though I may get lucky because I have Wednesday off, so if I can, if it doesn't happen Monday or Tuesday, it could happen Wednesday afternoon, so I don't know. Throw in something. Watch, uh, watch it happen right as I'm editing the podcast Wednesday morning. That's gonna... <laughs> usually what happens to us. I don't know. We don't express this much. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but like in like every trailer, it seems movie trailer comes out on a Tuesday. Yep. Or like and then Monday night sometimes, like Spider Man. Yeah, we'll literally get things. We'll record the podcast. That's so annoying. And then if it were to happen during the podcast, we have stopped what we're doing and mm-hmm. recorded that's, the piece. That's why we were but so it's... happy to do to catch the Moon Knight trailer when we did that one time, I believe, right? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a few weeks ago. Uh, most time. times, it's like 20, 30 <laughs> minutes after we've all like yep. left. Yep. <laughs> or or the next morning uh like yeah we'll wake up to something and, yeah oh. so to some bomb of the news that's a cursed I, I i guarantee you anybody who's recorded a podcast that keeps up with news totally mm-hmm. relates um yeah it's just it's it's like full metal alchemist law of equivalent equivalent exchange just with podcasts <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so we're gonna have details about that. Either way, I'll probably be getting into it in, uh, the week after and discussing it. But Bloomberg reports from an, a, an anonymous source that the, the reveal is happening very soon. Um, so that's exciting. Um, yeah. If, when it happens, we can talk about it more. And we have already talked about what it could be. So yeah, that's that's gaming news for now. Sweet. We'll get into movies um i have not seen any movies myself but movie season is coming up yep we got it's already kind of started a little sonic bit. that's true sonic mm. and then morbius oh yeah morbius I... and sonic i think actually uh so i'm actually going to a screening of sonic with uh my family like i was supposed to do with spider-man this time so that's gonna be oh, nice. nice um so i'll probably Doctor use strange will be coming up soon yeah I'm, i am gonna watch morbius just i want to support them even though i don't have high hopes for morbius <laughs> yeah i'm really confused at what morbius is yep trailers it's have shown nothing april 1st what do we know who the villain is i don't know we know nothing we don't know what time what universe it's in if it's in all the universes i'm very interested in that movie wait. be patient <laughs> yeah like i just that's all i want for that movie is i want to know why it's happening <laughs> yeah i'm not excited for morbius i'm excited for all of the different universe connections so sony's got me got me on the hook um <laughs> uh, yeah anyways lj did you see any movies no i just watched the academy awards last night uh um, okay which uh yeah i mean not much else we can say there um i'll say this because i know people are probably already over the will smith stuff I, Especially by Wednesday. Well, yes, by Wednesday, people are going to be so sick of the memes and everything. I'll say this: some of the some of the memes are okay, but yeah. Well, yeah. Already, I, I'm like, honestly, okay, I'm I was tired. genuinely surprised. Like, there's there's all the people that are like, "Oh no, it was staged." 
No, I don't think it was. So the fact that if the thing is, if it wasn't yeah. like if it was staged, they wouldn't have censored it. Yeah, and that's what tripped yeah, me out. Like, like I literally thought Hulu was bugging out. Uh, I thought the TV was breaking. I yeah. was making a joke when it was happening. I was like, yeah. I thought the TV was breaking, and I was yeah. just like, haha, did they cancel the the Oscars finally? And then it came back, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what just and happened? I was and then we like, went directly to Twitter. <laughs> what? Yeah, and that's what I did. Like, I rewound. I hit rewind to be like, wait, what happened? Like, wait a um, second. Yeah, so yeah, I think if it was staged, we wouldn't have gotten like the apology yeah. that we got from and Chris even, Rock. Or... Even Will Smith just uh, apologized a couple hours ago as of this recording. Like he put out this yeah. statement, and that was like, good on you. Um, the Academy's putting a whole thing out of like they may yeah, suspend so, him. Jeez, I, I don't so know about that. funny. But I hate award <laughs> shows, but that was the most entertaining but, thing by far. Yeah, so so I mean, we'll get into like nominees and a couple of those. But the thing I want to shout out here, being we're a Christian podcast, is. You know, like, I, I really love that Denzel Washington, I guess, and Bradley Cooper. Somehow Bradley Cooper got involved there. Um, Denzel Washington kind of talked to him aside during the commercial break and literally and told him, he said, that, like, he shared this on the uh, during his acceptance speech, but Denzel Washington being a, a kind of a straight man in, in, in terms of acting, and he basically said, like, when, the, that's, when you're at your highest level is when the devil's going to come after you. And it literally, like... To me, that should have been humbling. It's like, you acted a fool a minute ago, and now, look, you won an Oscar for Best Actor. You know, yeah. like, so I just love that, like, like, so, I, I don't know. Like, I just, it it gives me, like, I'm like, you know what? If anything, if anybody should have got anything out of the Oscars last night is they got a a, a message from from somebody who's uh, who's a believer and who's, who's, who believes in, in God. And, you know, I just thought yeah. that was really cool. I'm like, you know what? Will just got humbled right there live. We saw it all, you know, like, yeah. so regardless of what everybody's thoughts are, I just thought it was really cool that we did get a Christian message out of that whole scenario. So anyway, yeah. So yeah, I watched the Academy Awards and, um, I don't know. Did y'all watch anything? No. Uh, movies, no. <laughs> so yeah, we can I, just get right into the Academy. Yeah. So uh, I, I really wanted to watch Coda and Power of the Dog are the two that I really need to watch because those were in a lot of uh, nominations. Very, very nominated. Yep. A lot of stuff. Um, yeah, and like, I guess we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, just yeah. some highlights. Like, you know, like, Coda won Movie of the Year. I, um, you know what really gave me, it kind of gave me chills when everybody was cheering in, in sign when they were doing the hand thing. Yeah, they are doing the hands. I was like, yeah. that literally hit me in the feels. I was like, oh my gosh, like that is so cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I loved that moment. That was amazing. Um, yeah, so what's interesting too about like, about Coda specifically, I think it's the first movie that went straight to, um, or was presented through like a streaming service yeah. to win best movie. Um, yeah. Because it's mm. Apple TV. I think the other one that won last year, gosh, from the Eternals director, I think that one started in theaters, but then it came to a streaming service. Like, yeah, this is the first one that was like straight from a service. Yeah. Or, I mean, straight from Sundance, yeah. from Sundance to streaming yeah. service. And then Power of the Dog was a Netflix movie. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. it's so it's just kind of crazy to have those movies from streaming services on there like that. Exactly. Like theaters were not reliable at all mm-hmm. this last year. They had to rely on streaming services and yep. I mean, thankful for them. Like that's 
people were, you know, nominating them and they were getting awards. So the selection was really good this year because, like, I feel like I knew most of them when in previous years I had no idea about, like... I didn't know any. <laughs> oh, really? But that's because I don't... I don't yeah. Like, I do the movies news for this podcast, yeah, yeah. but outside of that, I really just don't pay that much attention to well, movies. Well, we're, we're very <laughs> emphasized on, like, geeky movie yeah, news and exactly. related that to the true. actors of those things, you know? So it's like... Yeah. I'm like, maybe I should watch less nerdy things and watch some of these nominees that are supposedly really good that I've known about. <laughs> right. Like, like I, Dune. Yeah. Well, yeah, I Dune was the only Dune. thing that I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I but but even then, like, I loved Dune, and I'm like, there's no way that should get Best Picture because there were other movies that were very deserving of it. It was really funny watching because for some reason I kept forgetting that the Batman definitely came out this year and not yeah. last year. And I kept thinking, mm-hmm. I would think the Batman would be in at least one of these nominations. It was a pretty good <laughs> movie, but I, I was like, wait a so, second, I'm stupid. <laughs> I believe the cinematographer of Dune is the same for the Batman. So And Mandalorian. I mean, cinematography was and Mandalorian. pretty freaking good in the Batman. So maybe they'll come back next year and get another right. one for the Batman. We'll see. Very amateur new oh, yeah. opinion. And um, Dune won six awards like quickly in the beginning. I think, yeah. And I'm like, man, this better not keep going this way or else I'm going to be mad. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, it didn't. But um, yeah. I think Dune won the most awards. Yep. Um, just for like an individual movie, which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Cause like, I, I think like, you know, best actors, actresses were like other movies, but like when it comes to like cinematography, music, right? Hans Zimmer won. Yeah. It was um, very deserving of the awards it won, I thought, but I was just like, man, they better yeah. not sweep like this. Right. And I, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it, it made sense. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. And the only other like thing I maybe mildly cared about was like, um, uh, at least when it comes to like the awards and like wanting to know the events of the the, the uh, awards is like animated movie mm-hmm. um, and Kanto won. Um, which I I'm wanted like... Mitchell's versus the Machines to win so bad, but yeah, I haven't Kanto seen that movie thing. yet. But it was like, yeah, it's, it's it's so good. I feel like we're starting to finally get into an era where like animated movies are actually becoming really good again. They're being uh, recognized was... as well at least 3d animated movies like again Mm -hmm. like the animation styles are are getting better um and the themes are getting better so but it is still kind of just like i don't know Mm -hmm. i'm tired of it always being like disney up there for everything which was i do really really love on like i do really like that movie but it's also just like a this it's always disney it's always yeah like i I loved when into the spider-verse one best best animated yes. i was like Disney. yes like but yeah disney's back in there mostly probably because the catchy music <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah. not that it wasn't good animation but i'm just like oh no the fact that it became a phenomenon really like helped it a lot yeah but at the same time i also don't care about award shows because they're kind of i don't know i kind of think they're rigged this, this was <laughs> I, the I first time i was g- genuinely interested so i was like you know what i'm gonna watch it i'm not doing anything else tonight Nice. We were talking about this before the podcast. I yeah. love the video game awards because of trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Premier trailers. I think that I probably would tune into a, like an Academy Award thing if I knew that I was getting movie trailers. If they premiered big yet. trailers during it. Yeah. Like, yeah. if we would have gotten Thor Ragnarok trailer, I would be like, okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, not Ragnarok. Like, Thor, Th- Love and Thunder. That's Love and Thunder. Yeah. I, I guess I was sort of sharing this a little bit before to the podcast, so I'll mention it here. But I feel like it's sort of the vibes I was getting. I feel like awards shows, like a more official ones, like the Oscars, for example, they like you know they try to be really entertaining, and I never really find it very entertaining or funny. You know, like Amy, like I don't know, not to like dog on any of the, like the hosts, right? Because I don't think it was the host's fault or anything. I just am like I just don't personally find it very entertaining. Um any of those award shows but i'm glad it was it was three of them and it wasn't just amy schumer because it was if it was just amy schumer i'd be like nope i'm not watching amy schumer's just the only one the only name i remember right i was just like oh i know at least amy schumer was up there but um when it comes to the game awards it's like they don't try to be super like you know as a host he doesn't try to be super entertaining but he knows exactly what Mm -hmm. people are there to watch like I think he even knows that people aren't there for the awards. He knows people are there for the premieres. And that's why he yes. makes it such a big deal every time he's like, this is the world premiere yeah. of this. Or like, hey, remember this project? World let's premiere. do, let's show this thing. And oh, here's this, you know. <clears throat> and so I just think that's another yeah. reason why I'm like, you know what? The Game Award show is also an award show. And I'm just really tired of award shows. But at least they know the audience, right? Where that yeah. whereas for the Oscars, it's like, do they even yeah. know their audience anymore? I feel like the audience is just for the people who are actually there in the physical, literal audience and way yeah. less for like the people watching it. You know? Yeah. I feel like all the jokes were very We're just much observers. Like, yeah, I feel like all the jokes were like for the people there. And honestly, like I I guess that's fine. I yeah. guess not everything has to be for me. I guess I don't have to be <laughs> like the I don't know, but yeah. All I'm saying is that um, I know award shows aren't for me, and I know that Game Wars is only going to be watched by me for those premieres. So, so I, w- I would yeah. agree. If they had, like, big movie trailers that they were waiting for, like, oh, we're going to premiere this at the Oscars tonight, like, I would maybe be more invested. I, I, I do want to give a shout-out to a trailer that did sh- pop up in there. Mm-hmm. And the show, it's an FX miniseries called Under the Banner of Heaven. And this this is kind of up our up our organization's alley right here. The description it's it's got Andrew Garfield in it, and the description is right. a devout detective's faith is tested as he investigates a brutal murder, seemingly connected to an esteemed Utah family's spiral into L- LDS fundamentalism and their distrust in the government. Looks crazy. Yeah, that sounds Watch that trailer. Yeah, it's nuts. I love it. Andrew so Garfield cool. interests me so much because he's so like yeah. I've never seen someone who's like not necessarily a Christian, yeah, be such a fan of Christianity. Yeah, and yeah, and Hacksaw Ridge, like you know, like mm-hmm. and Silence. Yeah, Silence. Silence. Yeah. yeah, he like and he goes super into uh, or I don't know if he's still doing that, but like for Silence, he went and to a monastery and like yeah. learned um, everything there was to know. Yeah. Um, he just like seems to really kind of geek out about it, mm-hmm. but. Isn't quite there yet. From last I had seen, he was agnostic. Yeah, but I love that though that he at least has an appreciation for like religion and, and like, yeah, yeah. The way he acts is, is in a way that's like that. Like, that's like re- at least from what I've seen is very respectful to yeah, yes, th- that yeah, religion, definitely. which is cool because he's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I I just I'm a big fan of Andrew Garfield. I still need mm-hmm. to watch Tick Tick Boom. That was I one thing I took out the Oscars. Is that yeah. I was like, man, I still need to watch that. That is still on yeah. the list. Yep. Cool. Um, I think that's. Uh, I was gonna say, it. we don't need to talk more about Academy. Um, but yeah, that what happened. else is going on? Let's we get really back to some have, geekery. Yeah, some good we, old fashioned <laughs> geekery. To be to be fair, we don't have much 
else in the movie department here. Mm-hmm. So uh, both of these are not going to be huge talking points, I don't believe, unless we somehow have really strong feelings about them. Personally, I don't have super strong feelings about them. Um, one being, uh, for Star Trek IV, uh, there hasn't been much development yet. Chris Pryant hasn't even read like a script yet, but he was able to meet the new director, Matt Shackman, um, and he says he likes him. He says, you know, he he's excited to work with him and that sort of thing so that's at least good you know that's imagine me the director not having anything to say or like having bad things to say and that would just be pretty some news is good news yeah 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 yeah. although i bet they don't even have lightsabers this time what Hmm? um um Wrong star. Just want to make someone mad. <laughs> well, honestly, I was gonna make somebody mad by saying like I'm not into Star Trek at all, but I really feel like I should at least give that the, those new that new trilogy a shot that this is related to. Like, I should watch them and at least give them a try. I watched the first Chris Pine Star Trek movie, um, and then there was a second one that I, you know, I think I actually might have seen it once. I kind of want to watch them again though, because I do, I do like Star Trek. Right, like I've never seen them, so I'm like, I'm kind of interested to see like what they did, you know? Yeah, it's very, it's just so different than like Star Trek that I attribute, mm-hmm. you know, what I think about Star Trek, because I think about Star Trek Next Gen. Like that is when I think of Star Trek, I think of Next Gen Same. because that's that what the I... most I watched. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's kind of funny seeing any sort of modern rendition where there's like action-packed scenes happening because Next Gen <laughs> was so. Mm-hmm. Like not that, or whatever I'm, I'm, it was, action packed. It was super like. I'm, I'm more of an janky. Orville fan than a Star Trek fan. <laughs> yeah. Orville. Oh uh, man, that show! It needs to come back. Yeah, it's always been kind of more of like a. <laughs> they were never about the fighting or anything. Yeah. In Star Trek. Yeah, it was. It's sort of more of a slow burn, sort of like yeah, we're discovering. That's kind of what I love about we're... Mass Effect is like it's Star Trek but cooler. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> Eventually I'll play Mass Effect. I still own the I'm trilogy. I'm going to make some people real it. mad. I'm going to get some angry tweets this week. <laughs> but um, anyway, there's that. Um, then we also, again, just super small bit of news um, for Deadpool 3 development. Um, we finally got another confirmation uh, for a actor returning. So um, I believe her name is Leslie Ugams. I hope I'm glad I'm you tried. <laughs> Ugums? It's one of the two. Ugums. Ugums? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like a diaper brand. She's blind out. <laughs> Ugums. Which I, I, I'm going to be honest, guys. I don't remember this character. It's the old, no? it's it's the old only, woman. I only watched the original Deadpool once, and it was a long time ago. I never watched the second one. She was um, in it. Well, I know she was in it, but I'm just saying I don't remember because I don't remember anything from that movie. Besides well, that's why that's why this the, like, news tiny is very... hand he had. He had that tiny hand. It's like, that's very like, non. It's very non news because she was such a minor character. But it was also like a scene. She that was, was in both movies. I feel like pretty, she's not that minor. What's yeah. cool to me about this is that it means that Deadpool's not being rebooted yeah. necessarily. Yeah, like they're bringing so, back some characters. So he I literally think... hopped through time. There's no way they need to like even like try to connect at all. Like it's just like. Yeah, you just throw him in whatever they yep, want. Throw him in whatever you anyway, want. Anyway, but she's back, so that's uh, that's cool. But yeah, it's uh, it's just a matter of time before we see if other people are going <laughs> to come back or if it's like just her and <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds. You know, because the TVA. Oh, that'd be so cool. Hmm. That'd be interesting. 
I don't know. Imagine Loki trying to fight Deadpool fighting Loki. Oh my gosh, I want that Dude. now. <laughs> I want oh it gosh. so much. I really hope we get Cable Thanos jokes. They have there to. There has oh, to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're the same person. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yep. funny. I, I don't know how, what to expect from Deadpool three, but. I bet I... it'll be a high budget bonkersness. It's got to be fun, right? Yeah. Um. That is all I the movie so. news, though. That's it. Cool. Yeah. We don't have much <laughs> at all. I, I warned you guys. It's a very light week. We talked a lot yeah. about, you know, video games we played. So then we, you know, a little bit of movies. Now we're going to move on TV and then we'll be done. I mean, TV's I got plenty. Time. I mean, I got plenty of TV to talk about, like, as far as what I watched. I super don't. So you go, go I ahead. Halo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you I did? going through the notes. Yeah, we can talk about Halo real quick. Um, I've never played a Halo. Like, I've played Halo games, but I've never played a story of Halo. Um, definitely not a game I play for the lore. Um, Actually, honestly, the lore is some of the best parts of Halo, like, to be honest. Not Red vs. Blue is the best not part even, of Halo. Not even the actual, like, story of Halo is that great, but, like, a lot of the, the lore is really cool. Red vs. Blue. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Was I was gonna amazing. say, I think we've been through that bit. <laughs> yep, we've already gone through this. Um, <laughs> yep. I, I don't know, I like the show. The It kind of felt very, like, off the rails halfway through that first episode. Is there another episode out, or is it just the one so far? It's just the one. Okay. Um, yeah, things just kind of got out of hand real fast. Yep. Yeah, um, so coming from, uh, uh, like, I, I've played enough Halo to know that this is very different. Um, okay. They've already said ahead of time, this is a, what they're calling the Silver Timeline. It has no connection to actual events that take place in the games. Hmm. So, which I think is a good move because they're already telling people, hey, separate your mind from the video game because this is a TV show. We're making this like it's a TV show, not like it's the video game, you know, like, which I'm like, okay, I give them props for trying something different. Um, That whole like first chunk, though, the Covenant were like terrifying. I was like, that is the way you do the Covenant to me. Like that (laughs) was was, the aliens, correct? Yes. Yeah. The group of aliens. I saw a lot of people complaining about the CGI of it, and I really didn't think the CGI was bad. I, so honestly, like this is a good thing though. It almost felt like watching a high budget Power Rangers kind of. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw some people say that it was like watching Power Rangers, and I thought like actual TV show Power Rangers, and I was like, oh no, this is gonna be terrible. No, um, no, no, no. Like the I, CGI, I thought very looked very great. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love the CGI and seeing those aliens like come to life like that, like. And the way their guns just melt things, I was like, that is accurate. Yeah. That seems like... One thing that was confusing to me, mm-hmm. two different aliens. I think they were the same type of alien. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I guess it was just the guns that they were shot with. Yeah. But they bled two different colors, and I was like, why? Yeah, so, so there's the small guns that are like the plasma... Oh, you're talking about the actual aliens themselves? Yeah, one bled green and one bled red. I'm assuming it's what they were shot with. But Could have been. I don't remember. I'd have to look. But, I mean, they're different, like, definitely species. They're not all the same species. So there's like okay. the jackals, the elites, and the grunts, and they're all different, kind of. So maybe they were just two different. Yeah, they're just two different, different species. Colors. Yeah, because um, the gr- the grunts are totally like little tiny dudes, and the elites are these big, the big dudes. Um. <laughs> I appreciated that even Master Chief didn't know what was going on by the end of that episode. Yeah. Well, She's like, "Why are you doing this?" And he's like, "I don't know." See, that's a, that's another thing that trips me out about the plot is it feels very much like I've seen a lot of action movies do, where it's like, oh, like. The good guys are the real, like, bad guys kind of a thing. I mean, that's not really mm-hmm. spoiling anything, but 
it's definitely taking it in a different direction than the games have, which I'm looking forward to see what That's they cool. see what they do with it. Uh, after like it, it's hard to judge off of one episode. I will say though, besides that, um, it doesn't feel like, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. It might be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't feel like a video game show, like if a TV show. Like if I didn't know, mm-hmm. if I'd never seen Halo, I would just assume this was just another space oh, yeah. show. So far, it, it, um, it's that. That it's might be that, an okay thing. It's that balance that we've always talked about, like with Tomb Raider and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I can totally put it, put that episode on for my stepdad, and he'll be like. Oh, this is cool. Oh, yeah, and have absolutely and and absolutely no knowledge of like what even goes on in those games. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I think is great. So far, I like it. Yeah. I'm with people who say that he shouldn't take his helmet off. Um it's weird to see Master Chief without a helmet, but it's it's a it, bold move. It had to happen. Yeah. I think in, it, they had to tear off the band-aid really fast because they I feel like they would have just done the Mando thing. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I guess we kind of spoiled that, but headlines did already <laughs> yeah um, i mean mandalorian is... well yeah uh, but oh I... you talk about in halo yeah yeah, yeah. i so, think they were talking about that i think before the episode yeah the so headlines about it yeah so instead of doing like the mando thing and like oh we're gonna wait till the last episode it's like no let's tear the band-aid off now and just he's a face over. he's a person yeah and so far Ish. like i haven't seen the actor enough to really say i like him but i'm like oh like it's cool like you know like hopefully he does his voice sounds awesome in the helmet <laughs> yeah he's just kind of a and i kind of love that how they're just kind of like master chief's really just a dude you know like i like yeah which i think is a different take on the character which is so far okay also i'll throw this out there that mm. nobody cares but uh i didn't know they were called spartans yep and so epic rap battles history mm-hmm. has leonidas versus master chief uh-huh. so now epic you're Rattles like history. now you're like oh it makes sense I literally paused the episode and was like, I get it now. My wife was like, what? And I was like, Spartan versus Spartan in Epic Rap Battles of History. And she was like, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clever. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Uh, great Epic Rap Battle. If anyone's wondering. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. I'll watch more. I'm, I'm interested in it. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I don't have. I couldn't get Paramount Plus on my PS5. Oh um, yes, I guess because it's an Xbox thing. Well, no, not even that. It's just they don't have a Paramount app on. I don't know if they even have one on Xbox. To be honest, that's crazy. I'd have to look. I could be wrong. That would but, be very unwise on Xbox's part. But they don't um, have an app on PlayStation. But what you can do is you can, if you have Amazon Prime, um, you might not even need Prime. Uh, you need an Amazon account. You can watch Paramount Plus through Amazon. Really. I didn't know that. You That's need cool. to pay the subscription still for Paramount. Yeah, which I have the subscription. Uh, but it's one of those weird channel things. Oh, on the add-on things. Yeah. yeah. You probably could do it through Apple TV as well. I noticed that Apple TV's got something like that where you can watch different channels. Yeah, because like, if I can just... Because like, I, I just watch it off my smart TV. Like It's mm-hmm. the only app I just use my actual built-in like TV like app. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. That's gotten really confusing. So I can mm-hmm. watch a bunch of stuff through amazon prime i can watch a bunch of other subscription channels through that Uh, and then apple tv is the same way where i can watch things through apple tv's app but they're not the actual apps yeah and uh they're uh they're doing their own after show equivalent yeah i saw that too so i watched that as well so i'm gonna start watch those after each episode cool yep what else you been watching lj um real quick i watched iron blooded orphans uh the gundam anime that's like came out in the last few years it's good. I haven't 
watched a ton of it yet, but the plot's really cool. It's about these young kids that are working for this organization on, like, Mars. And they're, like, these... They pilot these, like, worker mechs at first. But then it's like, oh, like, we got a Gundam hidden down here. And basically the place gets attacked. And one of them's like, oh, well, like, let me... You know, let me get in this thing. And so it's like, it's cool. It's got a it's got a cool plot so far. I watched it, like, cool. after work one day, so I fell asleep. But I, I like it. It's cool so far, because I haven't watched Gundam in a while. So Yeah, um, Gundam's... Trying to, trying to get back into fun. anime. Yeah. yeah. I have my favorites. I am caught up on The Walking Dead. Next Sunday will be the uh, mid-season. Is it mid- it's not the middle if it's two-thirds of the way through. Wow. But season finale. Uh, and... It's been really good so far. This like this third has been uh, really interesting. Like I said, they kind of do whatever they want sometimes, uh, storytelling wise. Now they've kind of just uh, decide they're going to be creative because they can, and people are going to watch it regardless if it's good or not. Um, and I'm really enjoying that. Uh, and then the thing that they've kind of built up over the seasons forever is that uh, no one's necessarily a good guy anymore. Um, the lines are just so muddled. And they've continued to do that even more so mm. um, in this season. You really don't know who to root for. Um, you kind of just want mom and dad to stop fighting. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. It's, yeah, it's real weird. Um, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying this. Uh, and we've got one one more season to go. I assume it would come out probably in October, if I were to guess. That's kind of Walking Dead's mo. Mm-hmm. Um, they like to stop before the summer and come back for the fall. Yeah, I. But thinking more and more about it, I don't think that. Uh, like I don't. I'm not gonna be one that watches the rest of the Walking Dead stuff. Um, I might latch on to like one more. I think the Negan and Maggie could be really cool. Um, Darren Carroll though, that'd be cool too. I'll probably <laughs> pick one or two of them and stick with that. Uh, I can't see myself going and watching every single spinoff that they've got going. You'll on. you'll ridiculous. you'll kind of do what you did yourself with with CW. Yeah, you'll like yeah. burn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got to find one. Um, I think, and that'll just be my replacement instead of mm. trying to, uh, yeah, latch onto all of these different shows. It's just not that interesting of a world to me. Um, it's these characters I've kind of like been with for nine years i think it is mm-hmm. walking dead i think it's season nine that maybe longer dang yeah because um, i remember that show started coming out like season one or two and i was still in high school i think mm-hmm. oh wow the yep. world itself i'm not interested in. it's it's these people these characters I gotta look um, that up. when did yeah you have to let me know um but other than that i'm really excited for the movie the make walking dead movies i'll definitely watch those especially mm-hmm. if they've got the big characters uh still waiting for rick grimes movie could be really crazy but all right we'll get into tv while you're looking that up yeah um speaking of weird spinoff thingies 2010 uh, sorry 10 yes 12 (laughs) years Woo. okay 12 years i've spent with the walking dead that's crazy that's crazy Um, i watched i think i was in it would be 11 years for me i watched from season two um but we'll get into the TV news. Like I said, Disney Plus has done a Defenders promo, and that may not seem like huge news, uh, but I find it really interesting just that they are, they care enough to do that at all. Um, it's very low budget. It's not like they got new footage or anything. It's just uh, like the actors of these shows 
um, saying that they're really excited their shows are on TV. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thrown in there, too, with the mm. Thunders. So that was kind of weird. Um, but they're just like, hey, you can go watch my show. You know, it's a like Jessica Jones actress. I'm tempted to pick up where I left off on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, just so I can see the Ghost Rider stuff. Ghost Rider stuff is good. Um, I tried watching the last few seasons, and I was having a really tough time. Like, I don't know if it just had always been that bad, and I was oblivious, or if the last few seasons are just bad. Hmm. Um, Ghost Rider stuff I really enjoyed, though. Um, but even, like, the Finn, Finn Jones, mm-hmm. is that his name that plays? Iron Fist, like, he's on there. Uh, <laughs> it's everyone, like, recording themselves in their house, but he was like, hey, you can watch Iron Fist on Disney Plus now. Um, All right. So, just kind of cool that they're, like, still taking ownership yeah. of these shows, I guess. And that Disney Plus cared enough to make anything for it. Yeah. yeah uh, makes like, me yeah. think that they just have Not just completely forgetting about it entirely. I wonder if they wanted to be... be I wonder if they wanted to prep people for, like... I know Moon Knight's going to be TVMA, but it is going to be dark. So, I wondered if, like, they wanted to get those in ahead oh, of makes... Moon Knight to, to be like, hey, we've done dark before. You know, like... Mm-hmm. This so, isn't that new um, for us. Yeah. I'm interested. I want to know why, what their plans are. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool to throw in, um, Ages of Shield, like Quake or something, and something in Doctor Strange or something. I don't know. Um, we'll see. I think Doctor Strange, or maybe is going actually to... do what their original idea was and set it around. I don't know stuff that's happening. <laughs> yeah. A reboot of Agents of Shield that was a Disney Plus show. Shield ain't even a thing anymore, though. (laughs) So it's like I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's the whole weird thing with the show is that they're Mm -hmm. a small team. All of Agents of Shield is now a team of six. Yeah. uh, That just goes and does illegal stuff all the time. I I feel I still blame uh, Winter Soldier, the movie Winter Soldier, for messing a lot of that up. Because after that, they're like, "Well, what do we do with our show?" Yeah. Uh, They're just uh, six illegal agents. (laughs) <laughs> chaos uh <laughs> agents of chaos there you go there's a new title i'm just kidding <laughs> agents of smash let's get that Ooh, that'd be cool yeah what? all the holes <laughs> it's shelly's a cartoon like, shelly's like what smash ultimate <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. not like, smash bros what'd you say um, <laughs> there is a hulk cartoon that's like five different hulks yeah and they're all uh agents Bruh. agents of smash <laughs> One of them's like this dude bro surfer guy. I love it. Um, <laughs> and then, like I said, news are pretty slow. We got an Easter special for Doctor Who. I didn't know they did that. They're not calling it Easter special. They're calling it a spring special. But it is literally coming out Easter Sunday. And the Sea Devil things, uh, which I guess are like an old school Doctor Who reference. Ah. Uh, they look like rabbits to me. So it sounds like it's going to be full of Easter eggs. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> right on. Um, I don't know much more about it. I just know that it's coming out on Easter, and I thought that was really interesting. That's cool. Um, Doctor Who has really interesting things on faith, to think, say about faith. Mm. So I'd be curious if they do anything with it or not. Um, and then somebody here cares. Uh, there's casting for One Piece, uh, for Shanks. I don't know who Shanks is, uh, but Peter Gadiet of Yellow Jackets. He's... Which is also he's, another show that I He's don't Luffy's know about. mentor. Or not mentor, but like the pirate that Luffy looked up to and where he got his straw hat from. Okay. Yep. His his idol. Yes, basically, yeah. Role model, that's the word. Yes, role model. Oh, yeah. Um So that's cool, I guess. I don't know. I would have thought that this would have been dead as soon as uh 
Cowboy Bebop. So honestly, so. I, I asked one of my uh, my coworker of mine uh, who's more who's very familiar with One, one Piece, and he says that uh, again the writer and the director has it's I guess they have his blessing. Like I guess he's been heavily involved in the casting and like getting input, which I think is great. Um, okay. that's cool like I think if if the director is on board with it then or if like the creator of One Piece itself is on board with the show and he's okay with things that are going on then yeah. you're on it reminds me of how that is no longer the case for the Avatar live action yes. show the original creators have yeah. left yes. for creative differences and that tells mm-hmm. me that show is going to be bad so yeah, yeah we're going to see Kiyoshi I saw that in the news I didn't put it in there uh, in the Avatar last Airbender show and Kiyoshi is going to help train Aang so hopefully it's a past Kiyoshi. That already doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Um, it probably takes place in modern day. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Huh? Uh, <laughs> oh, like, I'm what? just not. It's like I'm not invested at all, but I'm also still like kind of hope it's not terrible. Just for the yeah. sake that we've already yeah. gotten one incredibly embarrassing live action thing. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do we need another? And, and Cowboy Bebop wasn't even that bad. It's Death Note that was the real embarrassment. Yeah. I just think, like, Cowboy Bebop, my thing with Cowboy Bebop is it seemed to do the anime justice. Mm-hmm. Like, it seemed to really hold on to what made that anime uh, special. Yeah. And I think that's what killed it. And so One Piece is so ridiculous that I'm like, if you keep this an- this live-action show that close to the source material, which is what everyone seems to want, um i think it'll be terrible well yeah because so. there's no way like just that the all those characters that are designed are like looney tune looking like silly yeah. looking so it's like i have like they picked one like of if the you hardest... turn him what's his face into like mr fantastic yeah. it's gonna look terrible on screen yeah like i have no idea and i'm kind of like i'm interested just to see like okay like how are they gonna do this yeah because arguably we'll Avatar should, should be an easier adaptation than One Piece. Mm-hmm. You think? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm ready for Paramount's Avatar World stuff. That is one universe that I'm like, yeah, bleed it dry. Let me get more <laughs> content. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think that's how most people feel now. Yeah, I want more. Um, hopefully it's all good. I don't care about this live action thing. Give me... I want avatar movies and i want tv shows where do you got one of those <laughs> what's the uh what's the fire lord fire lord not ozai no no the firebender uh avatar zuko no the avatar i don't remember the avatar the fire avatar oh it's gonna kill me i want to show with him <laughs> old man firebender avatar being cool <laughs> um I want a prequel series. I want everything. I want a cyberpunk avatar. <laughs> I mean, with Korra, they were definitely evolving technology, so... They brought in mechs. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, I want more of that world. They can do whatever they want. I'll be happy, as long as the creators are involved. As long as it's not M. Night Shyamalan again? Yeah. <laughs> um, Dragon Prince is amazing. I just... I love everything that they do, so... I love um, Dragon Prince. Bring me more... Yes, I want more of that, too. Uh, There's so much they can do with Avatar. The world's so cool. Characters are amazing. All right. Don't know. I, that's how much I know about One Piece. Um, I have to change the subject, but... 
<laughs> we'll have the podcast there. Are we geeking out about anything else this week? Nope. Uh, all I can mention is that we're moving soon. Woot! It's not very geeky, but that's a big life event, I suppose. <laughs> it sure is, yeah. yeah. It's huge. Um, moving is episode three hundred. Yes, I know. Week. It's literally gone from like the stresses and anxieties of looking for a place to great, we have a place. Now the stresses and anxieties of of you know actually making it happen. Yeah, <laughs> all the logistics and I'm once we're actually settled, then then everything will be great. It's just gonna be a while before we get there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, yes, episode three hundred. Yeah, Facebook. Speaking of Spartans. Uh, page. Facebook, what? Three hundred. Oh, hey, three hundred. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like, what? I didn't know. Uh, even... Okay. Uh, yeah, we can, we can, we can go now. <laughs> I have an antidote. No, I got it. In football, my freshman year, we were real bad. Um, and... <laughs> and my coach was like, "We were, we were losing because we were always losing," and he was like, "You guys are the underdogs. You're like." 300 and he was trying to be so motivational and like was going into this and one of the kids goes coach he goes what and he's like they all die at the end of that movie sir <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's, that's amazing that's great that was awesome but hey at least i mean it should have been motivation enough for you guys to go down fighting so yeah yeah i think that's kind of what he went with that's great though <laughs> like they all die like yeah, that's funny. It's not going to work out for them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> that's amazing. Anyways, we'll end the podcast there. Um, it'll be five... What time do we... Eight? Hold on, i got to do some math. Five Eight. o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Yep. No. Six. No? Six... Six. six o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I was like, do not push this an hour earlier, my <laughs> Eight. dude. Six o'clock. Eight, Eight Central. I will not be there. Eight Central. <laughs> yep. Nine Eastern. Three time zones. There you go. Six Pacific, seven Mountain, eight Central, nine Eastern. Now you're just... <laughs> Everyone's going to be so confused. Yeah. No, everyone, you know your time zone that you live in? Pick one. Well, don't pick pick yours. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah. I love you guys. Uh, I was always to sign off. LJ, where can they find you at? <laughs> you can find me. On Twitter and Instagram at WarhoLJ. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. You can find me streaming, uh, for now at least, kind of, I don't know, moving soon. Tuesday nights, playing Persona 4 Golden until I beat that game and then I don't know what I'll do. But Twitch.tv slash Race. And you can find me. On the Geeks Under Grace Facebook page at 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time next week with the rest of the crew when we're going to do this live. Also on Instagram, uh, at Cody Armory. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Goodbye. Peace. One peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. 
If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.